Welcome to the Bobcast. We are here. We're just finished week seven. I appreciate you guys. Sorry about not being here last week. A bit of a crazy time, but we're here to recap this past week seven. Uh, We'll go over NFL, then we'll go over our matchups. This week, Screw You Brad will be one of Brad's favorites. We're going to evaluate, evaluate where each team is at this point of the year, and then we'll get on our matchups next week. So with that, let's roll. It's time for NFL Recap, and we start with Thursday night as the Jaguars went to the Superdome. Trevor Lawrence is cursed whenever he goes there, losing his two times he played there in his only losses as a college quarterback, but this time was much, much different. Had a very good game, and it was the Saints who struggled on offense until the very end. Derek Carr, 103 yards, 1 TD. Kamara with the big 17 carry, 62 yards, and 91 receptions on top of that, but it was the Jaguars who took this one, 31-24. Next, we go to the Raiders going to the Bears as Bay Bajent, Bajent, yes, that's that's right. A Division two quarterback started for the Bears. Things should have gone bad, right? Wrong. It was the Bears offense going. Devontae Foreman, 89 yards rushing, two TDs as the Bears were rolling over the hapless Raiders, 32-12. The Browns went to the Colts, and it was high powered offense but without Deshaun Watson it's Minshew mania over there in uh, Indianapolis 305 yards two TDs but the Browns behind PJ was able to drive down at the very end as the Browns take this one 39-38 the Bills went to the Patriots going to walk through that one right wrong Mac Jones showed up 272 yards two TDs as the Bills, Allen, looked absolutely lost at points, and the Bills stumble this one as the Patriots win 29-25. Interdivision rivals as the Commanders visit the Giants, and it was an ugly one. Tyrod Tara- Taylor looks like he is the answer for offense, if you can call it that, for the Giants. 279 yards, two TDs, as Darren Waller woke up big time, 98 yards, one TD. The Commanders giving up 40 sacks to enter the season is absolutely crazy, and the Giants win this one 14-7. The Falconeers went to the Falcons, went to the Buccaneers. There we go. As another interdivision matchup. It is the NFC South, which is ugly, and that's what this game was. Baker Mayfield, two set, 275 yards, one TD. And you could say it was a great game by Ritter because he did not throw any interceptions, but he did have three fumbles. But the Falcons, even without Bijan, were able to pull this one with the last second field goal, 16-13. In what was supposed to be the marquee matchup, the Lions went to the Ravens, and Ravens absolutely showed up. Lamar Jackson with one of the best games he's had on a pro, as a pro, 307 yards, three TDs. Ravens stomp the Lions, 38-6. 
The Steelers went to the Rams. Rams offense came out hot, but then began to sputter as the Steelers coming in late with Pickett's final drive. Steelers win 24-17. The Cardinals' magic looks to have run out as they visited the Seahawks, and their offense was not able to get going. Seahawks doing just enough as Geno throws for 219 yards, two TDs. Kenneth Walker, 26 carries for 105 yards as the Seahawks win 22-10. Packers go to the Broncos. Should be easy, right? Wrong. Russell Wilson had a decent enough game, 194 yards and one TD followed by Javante Williams with 82 yards rushing as the Packers' Jordan Love looked clueless out there for most of the game. The Broncos win 19-17. Chargers visit the Chiefs in one last gasp. The Chargers trying to save their season. Looked like it was going to be a shootout until it wasn't. No points scored in the second half until Isaiah Pacheco was able to take a pass from Mahomes and into the touchdown. Travis Kelsey 12 receptions, 179 yards in TD. Patrick Mahomes back to MVP form, 424 yards, 4 TDs as the Chiefs win this one, 31-17. In what was supposed to be another marquee matchup, the Dolphins come into the Eagles. Dolphins touting their high-powered offense, but it was only 7 points or 10 points on offense that were scored by the Dolphins. The Eagles took control. Jalen Hurts, 279 yards, 2 DT, TDs and interception. A.J. Brown, a monster game. 10 receptions for 137 yards as a TD as the Eagles win this one, 31-17. And another one that was not supposed to be a good game, but the Vikings continue to fight and save their season. 49ers go to the Vikings, and Kirk Cousins absolutely balled. 378 yards, two TDs, and an interception. Jordan Addison answering the call. 123 yards receiving and two TDs. The 49ers with Brock Purdy, who people still can't decide if he's good or not. Two late interceptions that sealed the game on the last two drives. The Vikings pull off the upset, 22-17. All right, let's go to matchups of last week. All right, it was a big week in fantasy. It was a lot of teams. We had a crunch on top to finally start separating some winning records. Uh, and we'll start with Bleeding Green Hurt So Good against Reed and the Wind, both 3-3 three and three coming into this game. Bleeding Green Hurt So Good finally had a nice balance attack. Trevor Lawrence, 20 points. Amonse Brown, 17. James Cook, 17 and Puka Nakua 22 points on the other end it was Stefan Diggs with 14 Pacheco with 14 and Christian Kurt with 16 leaving it all up to Brock Purdy versus Hawkinson at the end dead with bleeding green hurt so good 10 points ahead Hawkinson came in with 14 points with Brock why Brock Purdy was not able to make up the difference with 16 bleeding green hurt so good wins 14 114 to 107. Next, we go to Bijan, Nijan, Neon, Dijon first. Double down Dabo. Double down Dabo in by hell as he scrambled to try and put a team together. Baker Mayfield. His QB decent enough with 19 points. Godwin with 9.6 as the regular starters, but through from there it was 
abysmal. It even had to start Ezekiel Elliott with nine points. And the other side, Bijan's Nijan Dijon was able to put a solid week together even without quarterback performance. Michael Thomas, 11 points. Cortland Sutton, 16. ETN, 21. And Jonathan Taylor with his welcome back to the NFL, 19 points. Bijan Nijan Dijon wins this one, 115-272. Range Goats first red zone capital management. It was looking very close early with Gus Edwards dropping 20 points season high but then things began to slow down Mike Evans was 17 points but Justin Herbert only 14 as he needed to be the big scorer range goats coming in with a big performance from Travis Kelsey 32 points Jerome Ford number 16 uh Smith and Jig Jigba 14 points and Michael Pitt and 15 points. A solid, solid game by Range Goats. 121 to 96. Please don't let me be last versus the Corinthian grid. It was super close and even. Madely fueled by the quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, 42 points. Jalen Hurts, 28 points. Meanwhile, please don't let me be last. Didn't have much outside of that. White only 12 points. Mark Andrews the next up with 20 points. On the other side, it was Josh Downs and Christian McCaffrey that carried the load. Josh Downs 22 points. Christian McCaffrey 21 points. As Corinthian Greer squeezes this one out 108 to 105. Michael Marr versus the Colonels was another one that was even, but by the time. Monday night ended. It was Colonels that came out on top. Russell Wilson, 15 points. Saquon with another 17. Welcome back, Saquon. But now questionable again. And Kittle with 10 points. Cleveland's defense, 16. On the other end, Michael Marr piecing together a team with injuries. Josh Allen, 29 points. Tyreek Hill, 20. And Joshua Palmer, 16 points. But Alexander Madison was not able to beat out George Kittle. Alexander Madison only five points in the end as Michael Marr, 92, Colonels, 101. Finally, one-legged chub versus Crosby Show. It was neck and neck until it wasn't. Crosby Show having to start Desmond Ritter with only 13 points. Kamara coming in with 23. Darren Waller, 19 points. Kenneth Walker, 14. Meanwhile, on the other side, Lamar Jackson, 39 points. Uh, A.J. Brown, another 25. And Najee Harris had a big game with 14. As one-legged Chubb was able to win 127 to 101. It was a big week for everyone. Let us check the... Uh, Check the standings and we start Michael Marr still at number one at five and two with 817 points that those points are going to be big as it comes up even fighting through those injuries he is going to stay in the playoff hunt. Next, we at two, we have Colonels at five and two with 798 points. Number three, Corinthian Grid five and two with 782 points. Four, one-legged Chubb. Four and three, 771 points at number five. Range Goats, four and three, 738 points. And the last playoff spot, number six, Bleeding Green Hurts so good at four and three as the points slowly creep up at 689 points. First man out, reading the wind at three and and four, 774 points. 
at eight. Please don't let me be last at three and four, 764 points. Number nine, Bijan Neon Dijon, three and four, 763 points. And we move to 10, the Crosby Show, making a little push there, but this week falling short at 2 and 5, 758 points. At 11, Red Zone Capital Management, that was a fall off from number 1 to 11, 2 and 5, 691 points. Finally, Double Down Dabo, still at the bottom, 12 at 2 and 5, 626 points. All right, let's get the go over everyone's team and see where we're at. All right, it's Brad's favorite fantasy segment, and we're going to go over each team and take get a status update of where everyone is at. We are about halfway through the season, um, and I think it's a good time. There's a lot happening in the NFL and league and injuries, uh, so I think it's a good time to look at rosters, look at where everyone's standing, and who can actually make that playoff push and who is fighting not to supply the meal at next year's draft and we'll start at number one Michael Marr <clears throat> it came out of the shoot fast uh, scoring a lot of points that was mainly behind Josh Allen Tyree Kill and Pollard uh, Connor was also a nice spot in there uh, Mike Williams as well but injuries came at him fast uh, James Connor on IR obviously Mike Williams is out for the year um, and that leaves kind of uh, running back purgatory. Uh, Kyron Williams was a great pickup, was doing great now on the IR as well. Uh, so Josh Allen is the high, one of the highest scorers in the league. Uh, so that continues to be solid uh, with Jared Goff, another solid quarterback on the bench. Uh, and then Tyree Kill, who continues to just absolutely rack up the points. Come that is a solid base right there uh and pollard who is on by this week you still have those three so you could probably weather it but it is very thin after that tyler lockett uh ingram zero points that last week um who knows what's going on with those arizona running backs it is uh it's all over the place uh trading away the tight end replacing with john o smith right now that's that's never good either uh joshua palmer though he has been a surprise um, I think you're still going to be able to make the playoffs. The key is where getting through these injuries. Kyron Williams back, James Conner back. This team looks a lot different with that. Obviously, Pollard starting. It's just going to be thin. Uh, if Josh Allen, Tyree Kill, or Pollard get hurt, things could get bad quick. But got to think seven, eight wins will keep you in the playoffs, and you're two games away from that. So. Uh, right there, I'm going to give you a current status of a C. All right, next we go to the Colonels, who had a rough first week and came came in hot. Uh, Russell Wilson has been a solid at QB, but it's really been the big guys, Devontae Adams, DJ Moore, Mo, uh, Mostert, and... Uh, and... I guess Garrett Wilson... Um, have been the cornerstones. There's just been some big weeks there. Obviously, DJ Moore had that 50-point week. Mossert had also that big week. Um, And a lot of trades were made to get get deeper. On the bench, we have Zay Flowers, Jalen Warren, Zach Mosh, 
Moss, Elijah Mil- Mitchell, and Braylon Cooks. Uh, I think Colonels is a dangerous team. It wasn't looking good, but some of these trades shore up, shored everything up. Mostert will be interesting if he continues to not get hurt, which he is known for. That'll be big. Saquon Barkley with that trade. I can't believe you traded Cape. We'll get into that later. But Barkley questionable again. Um, So, oh, yep. Hyperextending his left elbow. Good times there so good luck with that but i think you are your team's deep enough you're probably going to be in best uh one of the better spots i'm going to leave you at an a plus next number three corinthian grid a awful draft but working the waiver wire hard the big pickups obviously was achan um who supplied a good stretch in there making it through while austin eckler was out uh the cornerstones of Jalen Hurts and Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey having an unbelievable year. And the pickup of Sam Laporta being huge. Now receivers don't seem to be still at the same point. Josh Downs obviously had a monster game. Um, We'll see if that's going to be a consistent number one receiver or it's going to be hit or miss. It's going to be a two points or 20 points. Um, It'll be interesting to find out with that. Um, Eckler, obviously, too, seems to be dealing with an, the same injury, does not look the same. Um, so things things are definitely thin. But when you have your Christian McCaffrey, Jalen Hurts, kind of what I was saying with Michael Moore, you're going to be able to weather a lot of storms. It's going to be if those two stay healthy um, and be able to get through, you're going to be just fine. I am going to give you a B plus partly because the depth behind the starters isn't great, but I think you'd still get through it. All right, next we go to the one-legged chub. Lamar Jackson looks informed. I mean, that was last, this past week was the best I've ever seen Lamar Jackson play. I Everyone knew the Todd Munkin offense was going to be different, and it finally clicked there. Lamar had control. He was passing the ball unbelievable. His receivers were looking great. Um, and that's great signs for things to come. Um, AJ Brown is having an awesome season after a slow start. Uh, so those are those are great there. DeAndre Swift, obviously that trade, uh, as long as he doesn't get hurt, that'll be solid. It's that second running back spot playing that dance right now with uh, Foreman in there, uh, playing with some of those uh, Chicago uh, Chicago defense uh, running backs, uh, which is a nightmare. Jalen Waddle also has not been great, so that uh, hopefully he comes back around. But it looks like he's dealing with a back issue. Cream Hunt on the bench, Najee Harris on the bench, uh, and uh, of course uh, Pickens. There we go. Um, those are going to be good. I'm going to give you a B minus going into next year. Some depth and uh, some some heavy hitters, uh, but uh, you know that second running back spot isn't great. So uh, we'll go from there. Next we have Range Groats. Uh, it was looking bad there for a while, but managed to start pulling through some things. Uh, Drone form was a massive pickup. He was good. People knew he was going to be good. Uh, problem is, is now injured, so it's going to be if he's actually playing or not. Um, quarterback continues to be an issue between Derek Carr, CJ Stroud, whoever else you could put in there. 
uh, Dak Prescott that's never good when you're carrying three quarterbacks. Um, and wide receiver, you know, this was a good week with Jackson Smith and Jigba and Michael Pittman. Uh, but it's Travis Kelsey that's carrying you. Know, he has had a monster week. So you, I think Cabe is most thankful for Taylor Swift because ever since that happened, Travis has been going nutso. Uh, Derek Henry on the bench. Uh, Derek's might be washed. Uh, so things are looking very thin. Uh, Khalil Herbert on the bench. It, you're getting the the points when you need them, uh, but it's going to be a consistent. Gabe Davis is a home run or a complete bust. Uh, I am going to give you a C plus uh, just with uh, some of the depth here, lack of quarterback uh, going in a C plus. All right, bleeding green hurts so good. Now it was looking bad there on that three game skid. Things are approving. I would say optimistic wise, I am 51% optimistic, just over the edge, but could definitely see this being super frustrating and nothing going right. Obviously, Cooper Cup coming back is huge. The two anchors that were supposed to be there, Amron St. Brown, Cooper Cup. And let me just say this, screw all of you. Puka Nakua on the trade block. Everyone, oh, I don't know how many catches he's going to get. Oh, what's his role going to be? Puka Nakua is the real effing deal. He he looked good in preseason. He was on people's radar. He came out firing. He is not going away. And guess what? All you losers, he is off the trade block. I am keeping him. So that is nice to have the be deep at wide receiver with Jacoby Myers and Romeo Dobbs on the bench. TJ Hawkinson continues to be one of the better wide uh, tight ends. It's the running backs. If they can just get it, things moving. Jameer Gibbs finally had somewhat of a breakout game last week. Aaron Jones still coming back from injury. And Devontae on the bench along with James Cook right now. Uh, yeah, I would say C right now. It's going to depend. This could go either way. Um, but Puka, he is my guy. You guys all suck, and you cannot have him anymore. All right, next we go to reading the wind. It was looking good there for a while. Things have seemed to have fallen off. Brock Purdy at quarterback. Uh, Deshaun Watson, who who knows what's going on there. Tank Dell being hurt. Bijan, that was weird. Um, the, that, that's the kind of stuff that pisses me off. I know even though I was playing him, it worked out, but... Uh, the fact he got that late touch, uh, that was weird. NFL is investigating it right now. I would not be surprised if Atlanta gets fined for that one um, because that was, it's not good for when fantasy and betting is a huge part of your fan base. Um, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Smith, uh, Christian Kirk, all as wide receivers, obviously Tank Dell, um, and Rasheed Rice, that's a big one on that. Uh, having him, he seems to be stepping up as one of the top wide receivers on that team. Uh, running backs, Robinson, Pacheco, good. Um, after that, there is not really much. Tyler Igier, I mean, you hit some of these buys for the running backs, you're going to be in trouble. You don't have another running back, obviously, when Atlanta goes on their buy. So that's a problem. I'm going to give you a C- minus uh, here with the rest of the talent running back. Huge issue. All right, next we go to, please don't let me be last. Things were looking really good um, until they weren't. 
Patrick Mahomes is obviously a great anchor to have. Keenan Allen having a fantastic year. Amari Cooper has been a massive disappointment. Running backs don't look great. They look decent, not great. Rashad White, I mean, he can, they cannot run the ball. Most of his points are coming from passing. Um, and if there was someone to replace him, I think Tampa Bay would, but there isn't. Um, I don't know how much it's that old adage that, you know, it looks he's scoring in fantasy, but football itself isn't looking good. And eventually fantasy catches up to the actual football being played. Brian Robinson has had a good year. Uh, Mark Andrews, decent. Uh, that flex stop spot is uh, not great. Obviously, CD on the bench, Debo on the bench. So that Debo coming back will help. And Dalton Schultz, uh, tight end to cover Mark Andrews. Um, so I am going to give you a C plus, uh, mainly because you have Patrick Mahomes and he is back to being an MVP. So that helps everything. So C plus there. All right. Bijan Nijan Dijon has been working hard to improve his roster. He's got good old captain Kirk Cousins as his quarterback now after playing around with Sam Howell. Um, Adam Thielen coming in the mix. Uh, There's solid wide receivers. I think you can make it through the Justin Jefferson. You've made some great moves. Michael Thomas, Juba Hubbard, uh, Jonathan Taylor being back is huge. Your running backs are solid now with Jonathan Taylor and Travis Etienne. Um, I'm going to give you a B because I love your moves. You've worked hard and hopefully this thing improves. Sitting at three wins to get in the playoffs. Crosby Show. You thought you had it made. You were just absolutely throwing around ridiculous trades. You made ridiculous trades. And here you are at only two wins. Desmond Ritter at quarterback uh, after making the trade for Richardson and then him immediately going out for the year. Ayuk has not been at what people thought at the first game. Jamar Chase has been decent uh, after you traded for him. Not great. Kamara has been all that's advertised. So is Kenneth Walker. Darren Waller has been a tough, tough this year. And Josh Jacobs, it has been up and down uh, for sure. Uh, only four points in that Chicago game. You know, you your dudes have to be your dudes. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Kamara, Kenneth Walker, um, Jamar Chase. Looks great on paper. It's not going well. Paper-wise, I'll give you a C plus. I think it can improve. Obviously, Justin Fields being back changes things, but... Uh, yeah, some work to do there at two and five. Capitals Red Zone Management starting off at one, and it's just gone downhill from there. The main one being that Nick Chubb getting hurt and the running backs have been sparse. Although Gus Edwards, you waited out Elliott and you got him for free. Um, and him coming in big last week, Ramon Stevenson uh, has been passing more, but still not great. Christian Watson is now hurt again. Uh, But the pleasant surprise has been Mike Evans and Dalton Kincaid now being the number one with Dawson Knox being out. Uh, It's thin. Uh, It's going to keep being thin. I'm going to give you a D plus. Um, Hopefully you make it. All right. And finally, we have. There we go. We have. Having computer issues. Double down Davo. All right. Uh, things are bad. I don't know what else to say. Baker Mayfield to work. You made your moves. Um, and then a bunch of injuries happen. Buys happen. I don't even know what to make of your team. Um, Montgomery being on IR sucks. Um, don't you wish you had Puka? Um, 
yeah, it's uh, it's not great. D minus. Good luck with that. All right, let's go matchups next week. week's matchups we're gonna get this in before the phillies game start go phils either when you're listening to this i'm gonna be very happy or very sad so uh we will see how future bobby feels so let's start out with the first matchup crosby show versus reed in the wind right now it's projected crosby show 107 to reed in the wind 105 uh there's no buys this week so uh you don't have to worry about that uh we've got ritter starting that's uh good luck with that Ayuk chase chase uh coming back playing san francisco uh san francisco is in need of some something i don't even know what but i don't know if that's a good or bad thing uh and then kamara indianapolis kenneth walker against cleveland darren waller against the jets that's probably not going to end up well and josh jacobs at detroit on the other end uh we got Dirty Purdy uh, versus Cincinnati. I don't know what to think of him anymore. Um, Stefan Diggs against Tampa Bay. I'm sure they, they've got an offensive explosion about to happen. Devontae Smith is due. Um, he He's had quiet last couple games. How the Eagles work is they'll they'll jump back forth. I think he's due. Bijan, who knows what's going on there. Um, Pacheco, Goddard. I'm going reading the win to win this one. Um, I just think the wide receivers are going to play a big role. Um, Diggs, Smith, and Kirk against uh, Pitt. So, read in the wind to beat the Crosby show. All right, let's go to the next one. Michael Marr versus the Corinthian Grid Rivals. Here it is, the matchup everyone's been waiting for. Uh, Right now, it's projected a lot to a little. Um, 109 Corinthian grid to 89 Michael Marr. Um, there are no players missing for Michael Marr, so this could be an issue. Um, so we got Josh Allen, Tyree Kill, um, Pollard's not back out there, so that'll be 13 points, um, in that Ingram spot. Uh, Smith, Palmer, uh, and then Corinthian grid. Uh, things were looking bleak and then they weren't um Jalen Hurts McCaffrey Eckler Eckler get talk about a get right game against Chicago I think Corinthian Grid with the wins this one goes first in the league or maybe first I have to look at the other matchup of Colonels but I think Corinthian Grid beats Paul and uh we're never gonna hear the end of it so there we go all right next we go to one-legged Chubb versus double down Dabo uh, one-legged Chubb. He's got Lamar, who is coming off a great game, and now he gets to take on Arizona. Uh, A.J. Brown against Washington. Uh, Waddle, who knows? Zach Ertz is on IR now, so that's not good. Um, and Luke Musgrave is questionable, so that'll be interesting. George Pickens. In the meanwhile, double down Dabo. Uh, there'll be a lot of guys that'll shift back in. Um, mix in Burrow. Um, that'll jump up, but I'm still not sold. Oh, and Brees Hall, um, not sold on this. I think one-legged Chubb wins this one to beat double down Dabo. All right, next we got Colonels versus Range Goats. 
uh, kernels projected 102, range growth 79. Uh, this is uh, Jerome Forms doubtful right now at a 093. That's weird, but that's probably going to be like the zero that comes in um, on the bench. Uh, DK's not. We got Derrick Henry, um, so that'll probably be replaced in there. On the other side, uh, Russell Wilson, Devontae against Detroit, uh, DJ Moore against uh, the Chargers, Raheem Mostert, and then we're not sure about Barkley yet, but he's going against the Jets, so that's not good. Um, but I'm going Colonels here. Uh, I don't love Range Groot's teams. Uh, I mean, obviously, Kelsey has been dominant, and that's been the carrier. Um, Kelsey is going against Denver, so that, uh, that could be big, but I still think I, I don't trust Derrick Henry to go in there, so I'm going Colonels to take this one. All right, now we go to Bijan Nijan Dijon versus Capital Red Zone Management. Capital Red Zone Management needs needs a break here. Um, Justin or yeah, Justin Herbert uh, Watson is going to be out. Uh, Stevenson, Gus Edwards. We'll see who Gus Edwards does. Kincaid, that's a good one. Especially now, Dox, Dawson Knox is out. Kincaid is the real deal. Um, so that that'll be a great hold right there. Um, not really sure what else you're going to do with that lineup. Um, on the other side, Cousins uh, looks like he's going to be just fine without JJ. Um, and I think they are going to continue on a roll here against Green Bay. Um, Thielen going against Houston. Thielen obviously just sucking up points. Um, Bourne, ETN, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, think those two go off. I'm going... Bijan Nijan, Neon Dijon for this one over Capital Red Zone Management. And finally, Bleeding Green Hurts So Good versus Please Don't Let Me Be Last. So, um, the elephant in the room here is Patrick Mahomes uh, going against Denver. So, that's not good. And then Keenan Allen going against Chicago. That's not good. Um, you know, the rest of the matchups, mediocre. I mean, not sure what's going to happen with Cooper, Brian Robinson. Um, on the bench, C.D. Lamb comes back against the Rams. Oh, gosh. Uh, my side, I think it's going to be kind of the same as last week. I think 110 is very doable. Um, but that Mahomes against Denver and Allen against Chicago um, I think that cooks me. So I am going to go, please don't let me be last to win this one. So there's another Bobcast. Thanks, guys, for joining. We will be back next week. And go Phillies. Peace out.